Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up, never shut up, never Good morning, everyone. Today is Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. I'm your host, Rose Cress, and today we pulled Star Whisperer. Ooh, a nice long song from the album Night of Hunters that Tori calls the centerpiece of the album. I was reading about it, and she was saying that it's the song of which all the other songs kind of coalesced around. Like once she got this song, she was able to get the rest of the album, which I find interesting because as I was listening to it, it's definitely got a story to it, of course, right? This is an album of a long story, a narrative, a song cycle, if you will. But this piece itself has kind of got these three really distinct movements that carry their own energy. So the first part of the song is a lot of questions. So she's saying, Lost Star Whisperer, where, where, where have you gone? Lost Star Whisperer, where your, will your cloud riders come? Why have you locked up your sky? And then Night Sky Whisper Me Back to Life. So she starts with three questions. And as I meditated with this, because really this is the only way I'm going to get the energy of the song is if I sit and meditate. And I meditated and listened to the song, then I meditated, then I meditated while the song played, just to kind of see what energy started to come for me. And the energy that came for me was this practice called Svadhyaya in yoga. It says the word Svad means one's om, and Yaya is like an emphatic yes, like yes, really, yes. So Svadhyaya means self-study. It means really understanding yourself, really looking at yourself. And so who is Tori, the narrator in the story, asking these questions of? Could it be herself? I think it's herself. So she's feeling this sense of lost. Who's the star whisperer? Maybe she's the star whisperer, the intuition. If we look to the tarot, the star card, is a lot about intuition. So it's the star whisperer, intuition, speaking to the self. Where have you gone? Have you lost yourself? Are you lost? Is she lost within the context of the greater story of the album, which is the relationship and the relationship not going well? So how do we apply this to our daily lives? We might be asking ourselves, well, where are we? Where am I? Am I lost in my personality? Am I lost in the identity, the mask that I wear to the outside world? Am I connected with myself? Am I carrying myself forward in a way that's true to myself? And thinking now about my conversation with Mar- with Ephraim about Marianne. She's not Marianne, she's Ephraim. <laughs> so thinking about that conversation and seeing ourselves as we truly are and having somebody in our lives that sees us as who we truly are. So the star whisperer is that part of ourselves, that intuition, that subconscious, that deeper sense of self. And it's asking us, well, where have you gone? Are you on track with who you want to be? And then this next question of, will your cloud riders come? We don't really know who the cloud riders are. They've shown up in a number of songs. I don't know who the cloud riders are. I'm not even going to hazard a guess because it's a question I ask myself a lot when hearing these songs. Also fascinating that for me at the 422 mark 
is where I'm talking about the Cloud Riders, which the album Cloud Riders is 422, in the recording at least. I don't know where this will show up in the actual finished product. But in any case, Cloud Riders, will they come? So are these our saviors in this moment? This is the part of ourselves that kind of washes ourselves clean and allows us to lay ourselves bare? I don't know. This is a question. This is the question of Svadhyaya, which is this knowing yourself. And then this next question of why have you locked up your sky? So are you locking up your intuition? Why are you shutting yourself off to yourself? So this greater practice of Svadhyaya is self-inquiry. It's often defined as study of the scriptures, which confused me for a very long time. Why is it called study of the scriptures? But we often refer to it as knowing yourself. Like those two things seem very separate for me. And then I had a moment years ago where I was reading a book that was recommended to me by a teacher. And as I was reading it, the protagonist in the story said something that I had said to myself on several occasions when I was really struggling. And I went, oh, that's me. And then it kind of clicked for me. Oh, why do we study the scriptures? Because they're there as a reflection of ourselves. And scriptures in the yoga tradition, this is a cultural framework of India. So they're talking things like the Bhagavad Gita and all their sacred scriptures. Does that apply for our own scriptures that we're reading? Absolutely. So these are more sacred texts that speak universally to people, texts within which we can find ourselves. If we were to look at Western scripture, Job's coffin, (laughs) the character of Job and that struggle. And, you know, Job's coffin is on this Night of Hunters album. I'm sure we'll get there in terms of songs that come forward to present themselves for lessons. So study of scriptures, but also study of ourselves, because that's really what we're trying to get at, is study of ourselves. So the yoga practice for today, for Star Whisperer, is inquiry. And what are the questions that we're asking ourselves in this inquiry? Well, the first one is, where's your intuition gone? Are you listening to your intuition? Are you following your intuition? It's your true self. It's this heart that we come from. So in what ways are we following our heart? Like right now, just to bring it home to me, I'm following my intuition by just going with my gut as I read the lyrics, but also I'm following the path that's true to me by doing this in my own way, bringing the yoga practice into it. And also it's first thing in the morning for me, which is when I've decided a lot of these will be done. And first thing in the morning means that I'm closest to myself. I've not had interactions with other people other than my husband. There's not this sense of like, oh, I've got to be this for this person, or I've got to put a smile on because I'm interfacing with the public and patrons. I can just be who I am, purely me. Will my cloud riders come? So what's that question about for ourselves? Will our cloud riders come? Is this sense of clearing? Can we get rid of some of the overlays that are unnecessary? Maybe these are the overlays of reaction, or maybe these are the ways that we uh, cling to certain perspectives. Especially important right now because we're in that Mercury has gone direct. The planet Mercury communication has gone direct, but we're still in the kind of like the scorpion's whiplash of the tail. So we're kind of still in that zone of 
Mercury still kind of upset. So how are we communicating clearly with ourselves? Are we just clinging to some sense of right or even wrong that really isn't authentic to ourselves? And then why have you locked up your sky? You have this whole other realm of perception available to you, this whole other realm of interacting with yourself, of how you see yourself, of how of a framework we can put ourselves into the night sky. I mean, maybe she's talking about astrology here. And if we oh astrology, that's that's BS. I mean, there's I'm definitely a total skeptic at art. I was raised by a scientist, like there's just part of me that's like, well, no, you can't really prove that because you can't really prove that. But I've been dabbling and just more curious about astrology. And it's not that I think this is the end all be all because one of the big lessons in my life that I've learned is only the fool is ruled by their stars. The wise person overcomes them. So it's just a framework. It's a framework for understanding emotions, for understanding patterns, for understanding cycles. So are you locking up your night sky? Are you shutting that framework off? And while I'm a skeptic at heart, I'm also somebody who's like, wait a second. (laughs) Just because we can't see something doesn't mean that it's not real, right? Just because we don't have the tools to measure something doesn't mean that that doesn't exist. Yeah, it's really chaotic and confusing up in here because I'm like, yes, totally woo-woo. And then at the same time, I'm like, oh no, that's total BS. (laughs) It's very complicated. But in essence, the astrology, you know, where's the moon right now? Or where's the sun right now? And these things are interesting to consider and they're interesting to inquire into. And I think, you know, with the 12 signs, and I've been doing a lot of moon astrology of late, uh, especially this past year, because I lead two classes a month. One is for the new moon and one is for the full moon. And I like to relate those to mental health because I do a lot of yoga for mental health. And in relating them to each other, it's not like, oh, like, oh, the moon's in Cancer, so this is going to happen, or the moon's in Capricorn, so this is going to happen. It's like, oh, all right, well, Cancer's a lot about emotion, so what does this have to teach us about ourselves? So are you locking up your sky, your, which the next line is night sky, whisper me back to life. So how does your relationship to the night sky, to darkness, to being alone with yourself, to the push and pull of the moon, to the whims of the universe. Are you shutting that all away and just trying to live the practical, logical life? Or can you bring some of that back in and find some of the magic? So that's our lesson today from Star Whisper. Are there more lessons that we can discover in this song? Absolutely, but you should totally go listen to it because that musical interlude is... mm, pure magic. I think a lot of people just absolutely loved that musical interlude in 2011, just live watching and listening to her play. Definitely loved it. And that musical interlude has its own sweet energy, galloping energy, this conversation between the piano and the other instruments. But I'm not going to go into that. I mean, I already did, but I'm not going to go further into that. So you have a lovely day. Take some time to ask yourself some of those questions to explore your relationship with yourself, and I'll see you tomorrow.
And this Friday, for fan favorites, we've got me, your host. I'm going to be the host and the guest. Should I do a different accent for the questions? <laughs> like, I'm totally considering that. I think that's hilarious. But anyway, I'll be your fan favorite. We're going to discuss my favorite song. If you want to be a guest to be on Fan Favorite Fridays and answer questions about your favorite song, let us know. Send us an email, songsoftoriamos at gmail.com. And make sure you subscribe for the podcast, all of the podcasts. You got to get your Ephraim fix. You got to get your fix on all of the songs on all of the albums because David and Ephraim are doing an amazing job on Drive All Night. And uh, follow us on the socials. You can follow me on the socials, Yogini Rose on Instagram, Songs of Tori Amos on Instagram. You can follow me, Rosecrest, on Facebook and all the like. You can send me a message there. I'll talk to you soon.
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.